It's about time I wrapped up this series. Honestly, this topic of being a temple teacher in Thailand, I've talked about it so much over the months, over several months, that I feel I've been dead horse. I want to finish this series of how proper because I finished out my term, my tenure as a school teacher out proper. Which, as a temple teacher, to start off finishing out proper, involved actually finishing the contract, the one year contract. Besides that, there were a lot of extraneous stuff, let's call it, that I wanted to have done. Because I recognized that this being a school teacher, being a young school teacher, this was going to be a once in a lifetime chapter in my life. I wanted to have a lot of bells and whistles to take along with me, take along as documents, valuable documents that I can reflect on in future years. So this involved having, one obvious one is class photos. So class photos, also wrote a lot of handwritten letters to students, their individual lives, as well as fellow teachers, expressing my gratitude for their help during my rather confusing time, how to be a teacher. I also collected a lot of student data, as in survey data, at the end of the year from these students, asking them what they thought of the class we had together, things that I did well and things I needed to improve on. Whether it's valuable or not, perhaps these lessons can be, well, they probably will be applied to future group dynamics I'll be in. So with that aside, I knew that by the end of the school year, the school, or at least I think, they probably would have been more than happy to have me on to teach in succeeding years. Of course though, I've learned one has to keep his own self-interest in mind as a priority. There's no one else in the world is going to have your interest in, at heart as much as you yourself. You have to firstly take care of yourself first before you are going to be able to take care of others. Just as I think I talked about this example previously, when you're on a plane, you put on your own life jacket first before you help other people. You put on your own mask first, oxygen mask first before you help others. So ultimately, I recognized that if I stayed there for a second year as a school teacher again, there wasn't left much for me, as in there wasn't left much for me to learn there. Even the second semester of the first year, I felt much of it was very repetitive, which left me doing some more wacky things, which caused a lot of friction between me and the other staff at the school. As I recognized there wasn't much left in the second year, that's ultimately why I decided to ultimately decided that I was going to cut people out. The students and bonds I formed with them, I decided to leave that behind. Which sometimes when you decide to dispose me on just being in a school setting. When you decide to cut people out, as in you leave people behind in your life, you decide to no longer 
associate them with them or associate them far less than you have previously. Oftentimes, these people, there's nothing wrong with them. A lot of them are perfectly good people. more good than bad. But ultimately, no matter how great of the people you are, you have associated with you right now, sometimes you can just sense that your relationship with them, it just wouldn't be good for you. To elaborate, so have these people in your life, and you have a great relationship, you are all moving towards the goal. Once you reach that goal, there's a point where you recognize that you're stagnant, you're no longer moving. And if you stay with the same people, same same environment, that stagnation will continue. So hard as it may be sometimes, it's the wife's choice to leave people behind and move forward to new people, new relationships with people, new projects, and new goals. Which is, many times, it's not an easy thing to do. Oftentimes, when you are associated with people in the past, you have a good thing going. And to leave all this behind, smash into chaos, and venture out into the unknown, no guarantees that you'll find something better. It's not the easiest thing to do. But look at the alternative. If you stay with the people that you learned a lot with, but you have become... The progress has been stuttering and is no longer going at the pace that it, as it used to. Well, what's likely going to happen is you are going to stay still. Stop developing yourself as a person. You will no longer make the progress that you would like to make. You only realize this when you are far older, much less time, much less energy to do something about it. That, of course, is regret. So in order to prevent that regret, oftentimes it means doing something that you don't want to do at the time. Finding people out that you like so that you can find new people, maybe find new people that you can make further progress with. And the people that you leave in the past, people that you have good relationships, relationships with, oftentimes you'll look back and think of all the good times. And perhaps you'll evoke feelings of nostalgia. You think back of, oh, these are the good old times. And where this feeling of nostalgia derives from, I think. It is because they are, of course, firstly in the past. When you were young, or at least younger than you are now. During a time when you were still defining who you are, defining your dreams, hopes, aspirations, during a time when your skills were more raw and still less defined than they are now. And these people that were with you in the past, these people whom you had good relationships with, they were essentially 
witnesses to all your triumphs, bumps, bruises, all the blood, sweat, and tears that happened along the way. They were there with you. They were witnesses to the steps you took to get to where you are now. They moved from point A to point B with you together. And the emotional bond between people that make progress together, those bonds are never broken. So that's where those feelings of nostalgia comes from, of thinking of people you conquered some goal with, people that were there with you, you don't forget them. And so often when you think back to those good times, it's easy to forget why you decided to leave in the first place. Therefore, it's important to have a document on hand, written down in some form of why you left, so that during those times, those lows in your life, when you look through old albums and think back of, oh, I remember when XYZ, you don't fall back and try to chase those times long past, those opportunities long expired, you will have the strength to look at those albums, smile, then put them aside, keep moving forward towards the goals and problems that you're facing right now. It's been said that people are like sharks. It's said that the shark stops swimming, well, the shark will die. So in order to be able to keep moving forward, it is, again, important to have that document on hand so that you know why you left people behind, which will give you the ability to continue pushing forward towards what you need to get done right now. So as an example, a very ultra-condensed Christmas version of why I left my position as a temple teacher in Thailand. It was a really hard choice, which took me quite a long time to mostly get over. So anyways, some of the reasons. So first reason, I felt by the end of it especially, felt really burnt out by the... I felt I put was putting in so much effort into my time trying to make these kids better students. Yet I felt many of them, they weren't making as much progress as I would like. And much of my effort was being wasted. And that disparity between my input and the lack of output, it led to a fatigue that I no longer wanted to feel. Secondly, what was my second point? I had put a lot of, well, I recognized it was leave the Pareto Principle. I've gained about 80% of what I want to gain out of being able to speak in a public setting, at least in a classroom setting. And the last 20% will take far more time to get it. And it was time that I didn't want to invest. Thirdly, by the end of the school year, I spent a year there, by the end of it, 
I place a much higher value on my time than I had in the beginning. And quite frankly, I thought a lot of these students, they were not deserving of my time. As in, I would have to put in a lot of time to teach them. I had a very high value on my time and they, they just didn't, it wasn't worth my time to help them again a second year. There were other things I wanted to pursue. As my time, I found, I gained a better understanding of through the year that my time was finite. Fourth point. Uh, I'm forgetting my fourth point. We'll move on to fifth point. There are so many opportunities in the world. You know, there's so many things, so many careers that I want to explore. I would be a fool to not try to explore them now while I'm young and able. I was going to take those opportunities and not stay hunkered down in one position. Fourth point, I can't remember right off the top of my head, and then pause this video real quick. Alright, back to the fourth point. I've realized that I don't operate very well under a very structured social dynamic, as in when I have a boss or a similar entity telling me what to do or not to do. It makes me grossly unhappy and it hinders my own creativity and ability to make progress. So school setting is one where there's a lot of structure, I just don't operate well in a school setting or as an employee rather to make it even more broad. So that is the fourth reason why I decided to leave my position as an English teacher in Thailand. And really again, I've been this topic, been it like a dead horse. And I'm tired of talking about this topic to be quite frank about it. So I'm going to be moving on and talking about different things now. Now, 